This is Mr. Impact Wrestling himself, Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do this shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilly you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts, I hate your wristbands, I hate your shoes, I hate your music, I hate the C-Nation, I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> what is up? Whoa. Oh, they got loud for a second. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's JP, it's Josh, it's the Irish Whip, and Josh, What? what is it? What is what? What is this? This is season three, dude. Had season three. Holy shit! In it, it's. I mean, if you want to really count it, it's probably really season four. But I think season three is more, more appropriate, man. It's the Royal Rumble time. It's the Super Bowl time. But the Patriots aren't playing. Who really cares about that game now? You know what I love about what we do, like with this podcasting, is like everybody knows, like you just take a break for December. And in January, you just kind of get back to when you can. Like, I mean, I don't care. I'll share my shit. Like, I just started a new job, and I get the opportunity to work a ton of overtime and make some money. And that's what I've been doing. And I don't, and you agree, I think. Like, I put out a show uh, a couple weeks ago, and I didn't share it to WNS because that's where all our downloads come from. Yeah. WrestlingNewsSource.com. Because I know it was just something I fucking put up. <laughs> it was you like, trying to learn the English language. Well, it was me talking the XFL, and it was. Oh, dude, I can't wait for that. Yeah, dude, dude, have you seen the rules? I'm waiting. You know what's here? Just the cool part about this, right? So, you know, I'm treating it just like I watch wrestling, like a marks. Like I don't want to know. Like I don't want to know anything going into into week one. Like I just want to pick it up like that. But what about the rules? I don't give a shit. Can I tell you one piece? Yeah, how about that? You can do whatever. Like I, I'm sure you'll miss a few, but the ones I'm, they don't do the whole sprint to the fucking ball anymore. Are they doing that again or not? No. Okay, that's no. good. That was a dumb fucking thing. There's no kick for the point after. We have to go for two. Nope. So you can go for a five yard touchdown for one, a, a ten yard for two, or a twenty yard for three points. <laughs> oh my god this is so like, cool so now uh, a 16 point game is a two touchdown game uh, no sorry 18 point is a <laughs> I was gonna 18 say, point game is a two touchdown game now fucking southie mad fuck you yeah we, we, we did all two our plus math two's eight. we did all <laughs> our math and gra- all our math was done in grams <laughs> 
fuck. But yeah, so oh, yeah. Yeah, like, anyway. you think about that in like who's gonna go for who's gonna go for that one point? Now you're gonna go for the two point because it's only five extra yards for that extra point. You know what I mean? Well, you already know the defense is gonna be and, horrible. The offense is gonna be average so at best. They, but, yeah. yeah, they're gonna wind up with um it's going to wind up with the players that don't make the NFL, quite honestly. I mean. Well, yeah. But plus, I can see a lot of the, the the dudes that play the arena bowl type shit. Right. Getting in there. But it's a, I don't know. What are the rules? Is, do they have the same kind of no touchy-touchy rules like the NFL has now? No. Um, they were a little less on some of that, which kind of surprised me. Um. The other thing is like the fucking the twenty point for the touchback. If yeah. it's the if the kicking team puts it in the end zone, you get the the then the receiving team gets it on I think the forty five. But if the receiving team if it lands in and the receiving team lets it roll into the end zone or out of bounds, it's on like the five. What? Because they want, they don't want that. They want action. So, the kicking team kicks it, puts it in the end zone on a return. Yeah. If it go, if it goes into the end zone, it's a they get it at the forty-five yard line. But if they kick it and it bounces, and the receiving team lets it roll into the end zone like they do now in the NFL, they get it. I forget what yard, but I think it's like the five yard line. It's like single digits. No way. So the goal is just in. I don't think there's a. I don't I, remember if there's a fair catch or not. I know that was a big thing before, was there was no fair catch in the XFL. I'm not sure now. How much of this is like the. What's the NBC exec that Vince McMahon did the XFL with? Ebersol. Okay. So is this. Ooh, like this, ooh, the biggest Jeff. thing is like all the camera work that's in the NFL now is all because of the that's XFL and Dick Ever, yeah. or whatever his name is. You just right. like dick. Right. Dick. <laughs> but you, it, it's all about he, the um, enunciation. You gotta say dick. Dick. <laughs> but he um so Ebersol was the one that just did the one two years ago that went out of business. Oh the what even was that called? He, he tried to redo the <laughs> AFL but didn't have the funding for it. So he he has no part of this. It's just it, it's so I'm I'm so excited for it because it's like warm football like it's who's your you know who's your team like do you I don't one? know I think I might I, I can't pick New York New Jersey why I can't uh, I mean so I don't know. Well, when you go to xfl.com and you've got. Uh... Guys throwing up gang signs. You know it's going to be a great league. What? <laughs> what? That, he says. That's LA. That's not a gang sign. That's a sign for LA. <laughs> really? Uh, is, it? is it? Yeah. I think. Oh. You know what? What? You know what I'll do? You know what my team is? What? I think I'm going to pick Dallas as my team. Fucking <laughs> Rucker. They doubt. You know what, Rucker? You could probably have a winning team. I'm going to. Every. every. I think that's on Saturdays, or maybe it's Sundays. But whatever day it's on, I'm going to watch Dallas and drink Crown Royal. What are they. 
Yeah. How'd that sponsorship go? <laughs> did you see our tweet? Did you see the tweet I did on us? No, dude. You know how busy that you've been, and I've been just yeah. as busy doing the same I, shit. I tweeted so the like, other day that that Crown Royal was our new sponsor, and promo code at Rucker twenty twenty saves you zero percent. I like it, and it's guys. It's all in fun. The second I did that, I actually tweeted Chris like, "Hope I didn't go too far with this." Like, Chris is my boy. I am officially picking as my team. Hold on, you went Dallas, really for real? I, I mean, how do we pick a team at this point? I'm just going with like logo and colors or location, maybe. So that's like how the girls pick their fucking football team. <laughs> that's nuts. I'm going to. How about by proximity? Should I go by proximity? Uh, you can. Uh, if I go by proximity, I'm skipping over New York and going to DC, though. Ooh. Okay, let's talk about these cities. Seattle, pussy town, too close. DC, tough, rough, right? Washington Bullets, <laughs> they had to change their name to the Wizards. That's a rough city. <laughs> uh, <laughs> LA, no thank you. Like, nothing about LA is t- entices me about football, ever. Nothing. Houston, the Oilers, like, that's Earl Campbell type stuff. You know what? Yeah, they, I might just because they're using the name of the Oilers. Yeah, same. That's where I'm kind of that. I just, I like that. Uh, Tampa Bay, what? The, what is that? A green and yellow vagina? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I need to get Vipe, what is, I don't know. Anyway, they have a shitty team for Nicholas Adams. Uh, the New York, oh, those are the like a Gotham type thing? Yeah, I think that's what it is, is the New York. New York Gotham. St. Louis winged penises? Was that New York Guardians, sorry. Okay. In the what Tampa is... Bay, they're Vikings. Uh, Vikings. <laughs> Vipers. Vipers. Uh, Vipers, okay. What is that V? That's oh, a v. The v. What's St. Louis? Um... Candles in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that logo. Battlehawks. Battlehawk. That's a cool. Dallas. That logo looks like their professional soft pit or fast pitch girl women's team. That's pretty <laughs> odd. <laughs> Houston. I think uh, Houston. You know what the Seattle Dragons looks like? You know what that that look logo looks like? Double dragon. No, when you play fantasy football and you got to pick the logo for your helmet, like the oh, yeah, one, it's just a random dragon. That's what that looks like to me. Well, what like, the hell is the LA logo? What is that thing? Dallas Renegades. There you go, Renegades. What was the team you were just asking about? I think the Seattle Double Dragons would have been way better than the. <laughs> I mean, what's Seattle known for? Sadly, the Sonics, dude, and they're gone forever. And the Seacott Hawks. Dragons and the defense. Okay, well. But what I want to know, like, I mean, when they're in Dallas and they're in Houston and they're in these. um, Nuts. These towns, Dallas, I mean, D.C., Houston, L.A., New York. Well, they get they the all have NFL teams. Are they in? Are they actually in the NFL stadiums? Dude, I, ho- I kind of hope so. Do you know? Well, maybe no. Well, that's direct. Mm. 
I'm gonna look up. I'm it depends, they... dude. I guess here's how I look at this: if they, Luke McMahon's truly a businessman, which I think he is, Art, is that he's going to want to create some competition, but I think he wants to be like kind of a generic farm system for the NFL. So he can take credit for guys once they get up there and get successful, yeah. kind of like NXT is for pro wrestling. Like I, that's just my thought. Let me see. In single game, I just clicked on the New York to see, dude, they're playing in MetLife Stadium. See, so I'm, in, you know, that it's going to be like NFL Europe and all these other things. I mean, they're only going to fill it halfway up. Tickets, the cheap seats are thirty bucks. I guess it so depends on what kind of game it is. I mean, if it's a good, the, entertaining so game. Here's the expense of seats. $138. $138 is ring, is like fucking 50-odd line on the ground. That ain't bad at all. No. No. Yeah. Hang on. I'm going to hit rules right now. How much We're going to run through. How much, how mu- how much money... Would you be willing to pay as one of these owners to just steal like somebody from the NFL, like a like a Hogan move? You know what I mean? That's... Like, That's... yeah, I mean, Marcus Russell still out there? <laughs> <laughs> I think I. I... <coughs> You're going to see Colin fucking Kaepernick and Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Well, here's the thing is um, the CEO is, um, was it Aaron Rodgers that retired at the beginning of the season? No, that was your buddy, Andrew Luck. Yeah. His father is like the CEO. I know. You say that every time we talk about the XFL. Yeah. So does he pop up? Yeah, not as a player, but as a coach, he'd be good. Um, of course, he does. He's got to. Even at, he's got to be at an executive level, though, right? Yeah, I would think so. So here it is: if the ball, so if the ball gets kicked into the end zone, it is a major touchback, and the ball is placed at the return side, thirty-five yard line. If the ball bounces inbound, and then, and then out of the end zone or is downed in the end zone, the ball is placed on the 15-yard line. 15, not the 5. Not the 5. But, I mean, off of my memory, that wasn't too bad. (laughs) Yes. um, I can hear Rutgers' Rutgers voice right now. JP's and then the rest of it. (laughs) I want to see you in one of these. Oh, big... oh, I want to. See... Oh, I want to... Oh. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing? Oh, this is a rule I forgot about. Okay. Oh, you all right, dude? So, <laughs> if a team, dude, this is huge. This the... is gonna one cause some really fucking innovative type of plays, and two probably get people hurt. Probably so they get motion like the uh, Canadian Football League towards the line of scrimmage. If a team completes a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage, that team may throw a second forward pass as long as the ball has, as long as the ball has at no time crossed the line of scrimmage. Double forward lateral. 
the so you know like the fucking the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Like instead of having to do the backwards lateral, they can do two forward lateral passes as long as it stays behind the line of scrimmage. It just seems like a waste of time with this much speed in today's well, football game. Well, here's the shit. Picture a play like this. Like most of the guys who um most of the snappers played <laughs> at some point. <laughs> played Say that Shut again. Up. Say that again. <laughs> Most of them played quarterback at some point in their career, whether it was college or high school, at a, at a decent level. The snappers played quarterback. What? So now you could have you could have them snap the ball to the quarterback. Quarterback could throw the ball forward right to him again for him to throw it forward again or shit like that. You know what I mean? That's the type of play the Patriots would fucking dominate on. Because they've done little shit like that. You know what I mean? Why do you? Why does because they've done shit like that? Shortened down to fucking cheat all the time. No, so <laughs> yes, but you think about that rule, like, but that rule is also gonna get somebody crushed. So, I'm okay. So, just say I'm in a shotgun formation. Your snapper snaps it to my quarterback. I can take that forward pass to my what? Where do you want to forward pass to? Because it still has to be to... it still has to be behind the line of scrimmage, right? Right. So it would probably realistically it would realistically be the person who snapped the ball or like a, a running back or a fucking halfback or something that, that would get the second. That would be a much cooler rule if it was like a forward pass as long as it was completed before the first down marker could be then thrown forward. Right, or if it happened after the ten yard line, so it's like another set of downs or something. Yeah, like you could just fucking huck it whenever you wanted to up the field. Fucking way better, way better game then. In twenty five second play clock instead of a forty second play clock. Oh shit! Hundred yard field. Yeah. Um, a lot of non white guys playing this game. Yeah, it's not, so like they have like that's. <laughs> hey, why well, would no comment? What? <laughs> no, you gonna. Have... What? Although, what, what do you tell me? You know what? Uh, this isn't racist at all. Like, I'm just uh, African Americans are superior athletes. When you're talking about well, shortening that time for them, fat so, white kids that block up front, that ain't happening, man. That sucks. I was what, one of those guys. I think what that rule comes down to, though, is TV time. So they're not, they don't have the power the NFL does to say, hey, we're going to go as long as we go and you're going to just keep playing us. Because they, the other rule is outside of the last, they have a running game clock. Outside of the last two minutes of each half, the game clock will run after incompletions and out of bounds plays. The fucking game clock doesn't stop for the first. Uh, 13 minutes of the, of each quarter. Say that again? The game clock doesn't stop outside the last two minutes of each half, actually, each half. For incompletions and out-of-bounds plays, the game clock runs until they hit the two-minute warning in each half. Okay. Um, aside from incompletions and out-of-bounds plays, game clock rules outside the last two minutes of each half are the same as the NFL. So it's made to like keep the time running. So it's definitely like a TV time thing, so they can control the time better, you know? 
Is the Super Bowl on Saturday? No. Why the fuck does this place say that it's Super Saturday at the depot with the pictures of fucking the Chiefs and the Niners? What the fuck is wrong with this world? No, it's not this world. It's fucking Montana. Jesus, this place is stupid. No, for real. And to catch a ball, (laughs) to catch a ball means that a player secures control of a live ball in flight before the ball touches the ground, touches the ground inbounds with any part of his body, and then maintains control of the ball long enough to enable him to perform an act common to the game. One foot. So it's uh, college. Yeah. Which I don't watch. I don't watch college ball, so. Well, it is amazing football, my friend. It is amazing football because it's going to be the same football. This is going to be a lot of offense and zero fucking defense. There is is an official dedicated to spotting the ball. And... (laughs) Okay. Is it a, it's, I think it should be a midget. That's way more fun, dude. Way more challenging. <laughs> have, you, have you ever watched um, the mic'd up stuff that the NFL does? Oh, yeah, dude. I so, like bad lip reading better. Huh? I like bad lip reading better. So, well, you don't have to do either here. So while still in development, the goal is for select offensive players to have a coach to play a helmet receiver so they can talk to each other. During the whole game? Yes. The coach to play a system would allow a member of the coaching staff in the bench area or the coach's booth to communicate to the player through a speaker in his helmet. Broadcast partners, so the TV stations, would have access to this communication and may use it during the game. Oh, that'd be awesome, dude. Right? And you you know if they're smart, like seriously, if the XFL smart, they'll make that a paid subscription so you can watch that like the WWE Network. Yeah, broadcasting on there like Snoop Dogg and shit. <laughs> that's the rundown of it. I mean, there's more to it, but that's the that's the plays I thought were real. The rules I thought were really cool. Like I like the, I the double forward, uh, the double forward pass would kind of have to be a real special moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just a, it needs to be that rule needs the mar- marker the yard yardage needs to be extended. I mean, the line of scrimmage, I mean, completing the line, a, a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage and then throwing it, it's just dumb. Yeah, but they, right do that, now, they, they do that anyway. That's a that's a play that's in the Patriots playbook. They do, they they do, do that a, anyway right now. They, they, they do a slight backwards back. lateral to another player who throws the ball. That is in Brady's playbook. Imagine if he could throw just a little forward. Or if the quarterback gets in trouble. Imagine if his arm was just a little longer. If the if fuck you. <laughs> if they get in trouble, if they get backed up too far, they can fucking touch it up to one of their other. They can basically throw a fucking alley oop pass. That's dumb. I, st- I think I still think it should be like because think about this: like you're, it's first and fucking forty because your offensive line sucks, right? If you can complete a twenty-five yard pass. With somebody like what's that dude's name uh, on New Orleans? Tyson, uh, whatever, number seven. That's their backup quarterback, but plays on the special teams. I think he was. I can't remember his name, but you know, to him, and then he can throw another forty yards down the field to whoever the hell he wants. No, 
Yeah. You know what's coming up Sunday? The Rumble. Yes. The Rumble. Yes. I think we get it. I think we're a wrestling podcast. I think we're obligated to talk about that. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's one of my, it's it's the, it's my favorite pay-per-view, I think, out of all the WWE pay-per-views. I got my squares already. Do you? I don't, we don't, oh man, I gotta move. We don't get squares out here. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say about some of these matches at all. So I'm gonna. This is total mark because, like you, you and I said, like we've been super busy. Like there's got there's the guests that we're trying that we're lining up right now are gonna be f- phenomenal when people want to like go. Like if if people it's haven't listened, if people haven't listened to your, well, if people have have not listened to your interview with. Uh, uh, everybody always just says the Mexican broadcast announcer that took the chair shot in WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. What's Hugo Savinovich? Yes. Like, if you guys haven't listened to that interview with JP and how he explains who was there, who it could have been, who it was, and what it was when all that shit went down for uh, Invader 1 and Bruiser Brody, like, he just basically lined it out. He, he knows exactly what happened. And it's like it mystery solved, done and over with, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. So, and he, he basically says anybody that ever does another documentary or investigation or this or that, they're just they need to like one listen to our podcast, listen to Hugo tell the story and how and why, and know that there was only two people that were there. Um, nobody could have saw it because of the old, and I remember these glass gym doors that you couldn't see through that was glass, and there was only two people in there. So nobody was, uh, you could have maybe heard things, but nobody saw anything besides the two people that were in there. One of them is dead, and the other one. Yeah, and he basically said that things people said on Dark Side of the Ring were bullshit. Lies, 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 lies. And you Fuck know what we're going to do? We're going to line up with Dark Side of the Ring one more time. Which one? Now so what? They're doing season three. They're going to have the mass transit incident. That's done and over with. That's the same. Oh, so Jesus. What we're going to do. And I haven't, told, I, have, I haven't told Dave this yet, but I know Dave will do it. We're going to get Dave Padula run right around that same time. Cause, so Dave would have been mass transit. Yeah, it's him. Dave, That's his... He Dave always drove certain people to the ECW shows when they're in Boston. Those people being the, the midgets, Tiny the Terrible, and his brother Half Nelson. My favorite people in this world. Like they're the ha- the little the half people of this world. I love them all. <laughs> so the lollipop always, guild of the world. They would call Dave and say, Hey Dave, we need a ride to ECW. You want to take us? You know, if there's a spot you can get you'll get it and dave did it like all the time for them and there was never a spot so dave said nah i can't take the night off work i gotta make money so he he recommended eric coolis eric drove them eric got there Eric said he was trained by killer kowalski apparently said that and Eric was somewhat trained. I'll let Dave get into it because Dave knew Eric. I didn't. Uh, 
and then asked um, New Jack to to get to open him up with the razor blade. But Dave is like a close personal friend. And when you say it, like, to, and to explain, like, gigging and to having somebody open you up, like, that takes, that takes, uh, how would I, how can I, oh, what's his name? Your WCW, fav, your favorite WCW heavyweight champion of all time. What's his name again? God dang it. My favorite? Yeah, oh, yours. David Arquette. Yeah, yeah. His, his incident, what was that, a year and a half ago now? Um, oh, yeah. So it, it takes more than just like, hey, I'm going to do a death match. Like, you got to know what you're doing or you're going to get right. hurt, hurt bad. So, and that's pretty much what happened, right? Yeah. And, that'll, and I'll let Dave tell the story because Dave knew, Dave knew Eric. Is, and Eric had done shows. There's people that say he'd never done shows before he had done shows. Uh, he didn't do too many after that from what I understand. But that'll be something. We'll definitely talk to Dave about Man, can we hold b- b- before we go to the rumble? Like, can we? I just want to say one thing, just one thing, dude. Like Josh Briggs and Anthony Green and Evolve is cooler than shit. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's yes. It. Okay, we can did, talk about the rumble. And I'll just had to get that out. That they did. They just have a match, or did Anthony just win something there, or something? Yeah. There was a. There was a belt. There was a belt. There was. No. It was Dude, you know who I'm meeting, like next month. Hopefully, your maker. No, I don't know. I'm sorry. New England that was mean. All-star. I that. New England All Star Wrestling. It is uh, Anthony Green. What? Versus someone you interviewed and I didn't get to. Jordan Grace. Flying Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, dude, that's finally happening. Yes. Um. Yes. Well, no, so it happened once. It happened on one of Anthony's shows. This is match two. Oh, was it his 0-1 Northeast? Yes, and then Pillman makes, uh, Pillman's also making his chaotic debut. I'm not sure when, but that's coming up. So he's going to be up in this area a bit, but. Can you explain to people that don't listen to it, haven't, like, what is, when people talk about the chaotic wrestling belt, what is that a gateway to? So chaotic is chaotic wrestling. When they first started out, they reached out to WWE and said, how do we work with you guys? And WWE gave the owners advice. The owners took it And the, um, so many people have come out of that school in that company, like Sasha and Kofi and Warbid and, uh, it's, had a part of so much success like it's i think other companies try to claim it but to say it in companies i've been a part of and that definitely helped propel some of these people but to say chaotic wasn't where the footwork came from would be hot so that's a pretty big deal yeah so Pillman showing up there. It's definitely a company that's looked at by WWE and like when WWE's in the area, they're definitely the ones. Like for a long time, the whole East Coast was locked down by them. ECWA and um, 
there might have been one other company that booked that got booked on WWE on the East Coast. Right. So they basically had from Maine to Philly, ECWA had from Philly down. Now, of course, you got New York, New Jersey with uh, Pat Buck having a school with uh, Kurt Hawkins. So it's like, but it's still this whole Northeast area, such a feeding ground. Which Chris Statlander and Kurt Hawkins, that's a pretty cool connection too. Yep. Isn't it amazing to think like, just how cool she is as a, as a person and just yeah. didn't know anything about pro wrestling history or like favorite matches or anything. She just like, I don't know. <laughs> can, I, can I predict what we're going to rate this pay-per-view? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that dude, you're not supposed to deliver the punchline that early. Um, <laughs> other, than the, yes. other than the Royal Rumble matches, this is getting two stars from us. <laughs> stars we need to come up with a better thing that rates like stars are lame or is that just industry average of stars two belts Becky two belts you're going to get rid of Becky two belts no then I have to take it down one because huh. two, Becky two belts was actually cool yeah that actually was so you're going to leave it at uh, what, what, what we got to get into this but fucking <sighs> tell me would okay. You have won, would you have won money or lost money? Oh, if, McGregor, I'd have yeah. won like a motherfucker, dude. I would have won like lost. a. I would have lost. I told you. Was it? Yeah, I texted you and I told you. I told you. Straight up, I thought I thought a healthy, rested cowboy could take him. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. I was like, it's I over. fully admit that. You like? He fucking killed him and. Like people saying that was a bullshit stoppage. No, did you see his fucking face? Here's it's not, here's the difference between a bullshit stoppage and a stoppage. When you when the individual that is getting their fucking ass beat can no longer defend themselves yeah. by punches being rained down with fucking fury, it's game over. <laughs> you know what I thought was really cool? What does McGregor never do at the end of his fights? Humility, anything, yeah. anything humble whatsoever. Exactly. The first <laughs> thing he did was he went over and he hugged him. Connor went over and hugged Cowboy when Cowboy got up, and I thought that was really cool. Well, it's because he's a bad mofo. But dude, the first match in this Royal Rumble is the Intercontinental match. Oh man, Zack Ryder's champ- belt. <laughs> the champion Shinsuke Nakamura. Versus Braun Strowman. <laughs> Zack Ryder. No. Um, <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman with the... That's not a big dude's belt. Right. That's not... That, that can't happen. Uh, that's not, I mean, sh- you, JP, coming at... Tell me this. That coming out of my mouth, is you can appreciate that because I'm a mark. Like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't associate that with size, should I? No, yeah, you should. To a point, but how does he lose to Shinsuke? He doesn't at all. That's the shitty part. Hmm. I already got my Royal Rumble pick. Just so you know. Okay. And it's it's so cool. Like it's it's one of those cool. It's one of those that if it truly could happen. 
it could quite possibly be the happiest day of my life. I just came up with mine, too. Okay. Let's finish this stupid-ass pay-per-view so we can get the Rumble Rumble done. The, <laughs> the next the next Wabanaka. <laughs> so, I'm going to uh, read before I say who was in it. Who the uh, fuck think... books Shinsuke Nakamura and Braun fucking Strowman? Like, no, who books, books that shit? But wait, it gets better. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, no, but... I can see why Rucker's pissed all the time now. But but wait, I'll be <laughs> and like... And Marty wait. has to deal with that shit. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Upon return to action, Sheamus immediately set his sights on Shorty G. <laughs> Just stop. No. What? What is the white warrior doing back in he's his vegan lifestyle? What is going on? He, he's wrestling Shorty G. Who's Shorty G? He's the guy who they changed his name to Shorty G to fucking like humiliate him. I forget what his name was originally. Is this 1994? Um, I is this? What is going on? They they literally did it. Oh, it's Cable. It's um, yeah, Chad Cable. Yeah. Um, the next match is the U.S. Championship match. The U.S. Championship match. Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Wait, wait, wait. Can you, can you repeat that? But did you just say the, <laughs> did you just say the U.S. Championship match? Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo? Yes. <laughs> no. How did this happen? What? Uh, well, I mean, oh, territory, I guess. God damn, man. Is this AAA? Where am I right now? What happened? The, what the happened? next match actually could Dude, be Dude, we just okay. stopped for a month and look where, what happened. Right, wrestling got ruined. <laughs> the Irish whip went away for a month and wrestling got wrecked. What the fuck is going on? This is why I, that... So the next match could be okay. It's Roman Reigns first King Corbin falls count anywhere. Um, so this will be like the finish of this, and I think I we haven't even predicted winners on the other ones, mainly because like Sheamus is the only person I really know. Everybody than, loses in all of those situations. Yeah, um, I think Corbin. The fans be- lose in the arena in those situations. We win because we watch them suffer. I think it's Corbin over Reigns on this. Because it's a false count anywhere. Oh, yeah. Baron's uh, the golden child. Yeah, that, that's the way I would think. Hence the reason why when he won that stupid-ass match, I bought that fucking T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, the women's champion, SmackDown women's champion, Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Lacey. Yeah, I I think so too. I think Bailey, like Bailey, doesn't need to have the championship to be over, and not that Lacey does, but I think it'll help Lacey Evans more. So, I think Lacey has done everything she's been asked to do for the last year and a half since she got, got she got brought up real quick, man. That's just that's what I'm saying is she got up real fast, and I think she's done a good job of it, and I think they reward her with the belt at the Rumble. 
Uh, Becky Lynch versus Oscar for the Raw Women's Champion. I like Becky. I like Oscar carrying that belt. Finally, I like it happening at the Rumble too. That just me being a mark because I'm. You know how I feel oh. about Oscar. The next one is a strap match. <laughs> Uh, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. So that could actually be a really good fucking match. Oh, yeah, it could be a good match, all right. You know, here's my beef with this. is like the, the the matches I've seen of Bray Wyatt where I said, oh, shit, this is a good match for him. There's no way he can lose this. He's lost. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, shit, and that's my reaction to this, to a strap match. Is he's a guy, it's a psychological character that gets in his opponent's head and fucks with them. The strap's perfect for that. I'm still going to say Bray Wyatt, but I'm probably wrong. Where is this pay-per-view at? In a baseball stadium. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Is it really? Have um, <laughs> you been an asshole? It's not outside, is it? <laughs> baseball stadium. No. Minute Maid Park in Houston. Oh, so that's they'll have the dome over. But good, yeah, still a baseball. But you think I was about something? No, I wasn't questioning. I was just laughing that it was in a baseball park. I only knew that because one of the reactions said so and so is going to probably chase someone around the stadium, (laughs) around the baseball stadium. OJ. (laughs) Then you get the women's match, the women's Royal Rumble. Oh, see now here we go. We got two rumbles, so I need to pick another fucking. Oh, oh! Confirmed entrance: uh, Charlotte, Alexa Bliss, Nixie, Nikki Cross, and Sarah Logan. God, I got the perfect fucking booking for this. I think they could get this thing to come together. I, who's your winner? Oh, Charlotte. What does a winner get? Chance at a belt? Yeah. When's Mania? April sec, April fourth, something like that. Lita, you think they're gonna let Lita win? The- All right, I'll tell you why here in a minute because this is my mark pick and perspective. This is what I want to happen, JP. Okay, you're questioning me, aren't you? I just don't think they'd put her in. The- I mean, I don't know. You'll you'll get it when well, you'll get it when we get going here. I promise. What what's the next? How about we? That'll be my f- long shot. How about that? I'll make right. that my long shot. Why don't we take a quick break? You before take a we quick get break. to the men's rumble. Okay, guys, we'll be right back. We're back, guys, and we got one match to talk about. The one match at the Royal Rumble. The reason you watch it, it used to be pretty much the whole Rumble other than like one other match. And it's the Men's Royal Rumble match. Uh, confirmed entrance of Brock Lesnar, who is number one. Roman. King Corbin. Dolph. Eric Rowan. AJ Styles, Orton, Elias, Ray. Why did I say Ray like that? But Ray Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Otis, Tucker, Rusev, 
Lashley, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke, Seth, Owens, and Samoa Joe. Who do you? Who do you think's gonna? Who who do you think's gonna win? I'm looking through these names, so I always like number one as the winner, but I don't think Lesnar can go the whole time. No, that's that's an so HBK thing. Ziggler, whatever he's a tag guy now. When he gets over as a tag. You got Roman and Corbin. It could be either one of them. Eric Rowan, I don't think so. And I don't think he's going to get his push because they're afraid of fucking, um, what's his face, leaving uh, the other the other part of the family there. Oh, yeah. I always want to say Brody Lee because that was his real that's what, that's what we get to call him from now on. Yeah? Yeah, Brody Lee. Uh, AJ could. Orton, I don't think so. Uh, he doesn't seem to care about winning the big matches anymore, so. Uh, it would really push Elias a lot. Alias? Yeah, like you say, Elias, his name is Alias. <laughs> so, Whatever. So. Whatever. But you know what? Uh, you know what? You tell me. <laughs> Braun loses to Nakamura early in the night, and then wins the Royal Rumble. Pow! I can appreciate that. I'm going to go with uh, a very, very long shot and a little bit of interference by Lita. And hopefully we get to see the rated R superstar come back. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh my God! I love doing this to you. What's cool? This is this is what I miss. It's in Houston. Who the fuck I picked wonder. Edge? Who the fuck? Anybody picked Edge? No, I bet nobody that we ever listened to or anybody. They're, they're, who the fuck picks me? I'm doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, how many people do we have listed? One, two, three, four, five, six. Who gives a fuck about any of them? What if you heard? What if you heard that rated R superstar fucking theme song hit? You think you know me? There's 22, so that means <laughs> there's eight spaces left. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know who Otis or Tucker are. Otis, oh, you don't you, you Dozovich? You don't know? They're the, they're the dudes that eat steaks. They're like uh, they're like War Machines. Um, fucking long lost. Kids from fucking Dozerville on Fraggle Rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it funny? How fucked up is it that you got that out of how I described that? That's. <laughs> but I, yeah, I no. Oh, actually, no. You know who my pick is? Who? And my pick is probably more of a long shot than your pick, but it's my pick because I think if he wins. WrestleMania would sell more tickets and more fucking not the pay-per-view buys matter anymore, but more pay-per-views than ever. And it's proven because it's happened in the past. 
The Rock. My pick to win the 2020 Royal Rumble, David Arquette. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, that's my pick. Oh, shut the fuck that up. That is my pick. <laughs> you got to tweet our pick. You got to tweet our picks out. What the fuck was mine? Mine's Edge. 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 <laughs> <laughs> <You're just> <laughs> <David> <laughs> I'm dead serious too. Oh, why? Where did you come up from this? Huh? Why? Because like it sounds. No, it's, that's not a fucking. When did you come not up? A, with that? Not a fucking. I had logic with Lita. Your pick has zero logic. There's not zero logic. It sells tickets. <laughs> oh my god! It gives you a mainstream media crossover. TMZ would be all over it. You're the worst. You're so. You are a pimp. I could go a superhuman. You are a true life pimp. I could go a superhuman. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine if superhuman was in the Royal Rumble. He would get eliminated by getting an attitude adjustment off of a fucking table onto Legos. You know what that was? Fred Paul. Oh, which fucking ECW pay-per-view was it where the, uh, <laughs> Terry Funk was outside and he got thrown on that table and it didn't break, so he climbed up on top of it and just jumped? The worst thing I ever saw was uh, oh, I was fuck. doing... Uh, pro wrestling, uh, pro wrestling syndicate in New York. I was doing security. <laughs> My buddy Rob was the ref, and uh, it was he, they used to do these big fatal five ways all the time. It was like a su- I think he called it a suicidal six way or something like that. Tornado. And it was always like high flyers. It was always the fast guys and the high flyers, and it was uh, Trent Acid, who I don't know if you're familiar with Trent. He was an old. Like ROH guy back in the day and did all that shit. Was incredible work, but he died. He passed away in uh, Sabu. And Trent's on a table outside the ring, and Sabu was doing the spot where he runs up and does the little springboard off the top rope. Trips over the top rope. <laughs> it's his head on the table. I'm looking <laughs> down at Sabu. <laughs> My buddy Rob looks up at Trent and says, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. He just tripped and hit his head. And then I hear my buddy, I, all I hear is my buddy Rob go, oh shit, here he comes. <laughs> and Zebu rolls back in the ring and did this fucking spot. Completely concussed and probably still half unconscious. <laughs> Those dudes are fucking crazy, man. Like it's so, when they talk about like when we start when I watch these pay per views pay per views in quotes, air quotes now it's like I'm like I do miss like the legit chair shots to the head that you're like, Oh my god, that dude's dead. Right. And that's the shit. It's like Trent Acid passed away. He overdosed, I believe. He had his demons. He was a good dude. Every time I met him was cool with me. Sabu the, the, the dude's out there. Dude. So, you want a Sabu story? I want, a, alive? I want a Sabu story just as much we had old referee uh, Bill Alfonso wanting to do this and then just like, that dude I think is way out there. Yeah. <laughs> and I say it like that because like, that's how we'd probably say it. I'm way out there, man. So, 
it might have been that show actually. And afterwards, PWS always had like a bar that he'd, you know, buy a couple pitches of beer or whatever for us and shit. And everyone would go back. And so I walked in and I was with my buddy Rich and a couple other guys, uh, Chris Norman, who was the ring announcer. Rich was a ref, Rob was a ref. And we walk in the bar and sitting at a booth is WCW Gorgeous George. Nice. Sabu and Sable. And Sable had had an ambulance match earlier in the night and fucking gigged. Oh, cut herself. Nice. She did not want to wash the blood off because she wanted to fuck her boyfriend bloody. So she's at the bar with fucking dried blood all over her face. (laughs) Sabu falls asleep on gorgeous George's shoulder. Wakes up and then starts throwing every glass on the table at a wall in the bar. Wow. <laughs> it was so fucking bizarre. We, the group I was with, we all had to drive back to Boston that night, so we weren't really drinking anyway. We're like, yeah, we're going to leave. That was bad. <laughs> Crazy. It's so was fucking bad. intense. <laughs> so intense. And the other ref, fuck, who's uh the the other ref that was there that night was Bennett from he's WWE now. Oh yeah, he was there to witness all of that. Yeah, that was uh that was good times. That's who oh, I want to get fuck, on. I can't believe you said David Arquette. I'm still trying to. My stomach hurts right now, man. This is not fair. You can't just throw that out there. That like you not- just can't throw you just can't throw it out there and then not well, like I remember I his name. And then when I I told you earlier on in the night that I had a pick, I couldn't change it after when I saw who was in it. (laughs) I'm sticking with it. Oh, my God. Just like in 2005, no, I think it was the 2005, the 25th Royal Rumble, so 11 years ago. Wow. Whatever we're at. Um. I picked the winner. The difference is, WWE doesn't agree with me that he was the winner, but he was never thrown over the top rope. Hey, what if... Uh, who? Hornswoggle. No, it wasn't. It was no I agree with you. The thing is, midget battle royals have different rules, and the second rope counts. My argument is that wasn't a midget battle royal. It was a legit battle royal? It was the royal top rope. rope. Oh, my God. So the Royal Rumble rules state you have to be thrown over the top rope. Top rope. He was not. He is still in that match, technically. Mm -hmm. I'll argue that. I can see your logic, but I think it's wrong. (laughs) But, David, I kept this year. (sighs) What are you going to do with the music from from fucking... um, I don't know, one of his movies. What was the spooky, what was the scary movie? Like Scream. The song from scare, Scream. <clears throat> yeah. Theme song from Scream plays and fucking David Arquette walking down. <laughs> I will never watch WWE programming again. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> uh, I will do nothing but watch fucking Orange Cassidy for the rest of my life. 
You know what I want to watch? I want to watch David Atkeffer's Jungle Boy. Versus Orange. Jungle Boy versus Orange Cassidy. No, Jungle Boy versus Dave Atkeffer. Uh, how is that like your so would that be like your nephew versus is that nephew uncle it's like the fucking battle of the tv stars yeah <laughs> that that oh would be God. amazing but no seriously i think braun wins but i'm sticking with david arquette david arquette's my pick edge is back i'm ready <laughs> It's not going to be Edge and Leader. It's not 1997. You think you know me? <laughs> I would pop for that, though. <laughs> You'd pop. That? Oh, yeah, I'd pop hard for that. Who are the surprises? Uh, <coughs> Goldberg's already in it. Is that what you said? Did it or not? I didn't see Goldberg listed. Goldberg, I think, surprise. Right or not? That would be huge. In Houston, do they put Booker in it? Um, Kane Velasquez will probably be in it, right? He didn't that somebody you said? I believe Kane is in it. Uh, I didn't see him listed in this list that I'm looking at, but I do. I do think he is. What about uh, and he'd be actually a good pick for a win too. But David Arquette, it's too bad David Arquette's gonna win. <laughs> God, that's so fucking horrible. Uh, I'm what's Ruby, more, what about Ruby Riot in the women's one? What if she came back? Mm. Yeah, with Cena, is Cena around? Mm, that'd be great, dude. I would love I that. Mean, he's always good for a return at the Rumble. What if Rousey came back? And Kofi, Kofi wasn't listed, but you know, Kofi's in there. And what's the Kofi spot? Yeah, Kofi's already. He's always got. He's got a little. Yeah, what's that spot gonna be? Oh, where are they at? Where are they at? In Houston. Yeah. Basketball. You think he lands on a basketball? Yeah. I don't know. I think he uses a basketball somehow. Like he doesn't land on it. I think he uses it to not touch the floor somehow or another. What if he landed on like first base where it's a baseball stadium? Oh shit, that's right. I keep forgetting where we're at. This, uh, but he is. So the shit with Kofi though is like he was a basketball player. Like he was, he played for BC. Hmm. Just trying. I mean, he's done a lot of shit. Turn the rumble. Yeah. It's gotta get. It all started with that one spot where he jumped across to the fucking uh, to, to the NHL boards there. Right. It was just escalated. He's already done the pancake thing, right? Yes. What if he walked on the pancakes? As I, I swear to God, I was just going to say, what if he made like a fucking <laughs> like a walkway with them? <laughs> oh shit! But I don't know. He usually likes to put some athletic, some athleticism into it too to show off a little. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm stumped on this one, man. Uh, I know he's gonna he's, do something nice. I don't know what. Yeah, he's all he's done so much. I know what I know. What will happen though is that if somebody gives him a fucking sign, it'll get stolen, and then everybody will know it's gonna happen. Huh? <laughs> it's where the Astros play, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's fucked up. <laughs> Coming from you, that's a fucked up statement in itself. The stealing signs in baseball should not be illegal. Recording steins and reviewing them and then stealing them and then using Ooh, a fucking okay. baseball bat to fucking key your buddies up to bat is bullshit. I don't I'm agreeing. I'm not I'm not agreeing and disagreeing. I'm just saying it's fucking Bush League bullshit. Using a baseball bat to do what? They were using it. If it was off speed, they would hit the uh, garbage can twice with the bat. If it was uh, not off speed, they hit the garbage can once. Is that how they, that's how they were getting the F- signal? Fucking A, dude. But they were recording like, and they had a, yeah, it was, dude, it's crazy. I believe, so if somebody, say someone's on like first or second base or even third base, I can see the catcher's hands. Yes. I think that person should be able to watch the signals. Yeah, but you shouldn't have a fucking recording device in center no. field that's being zoomed it's, in on, and you got a, somebody there that's fucking picking your signs apart. I'll agree with that. They should not be a recording device, and they should not. And it shouldn't be. But, folks, this have, coming from a Patriots fan. You know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> the last time wasn't them was an independent contractor, and they were found innocent. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was at the fucking it was dude. It was against the Browns. Doesn't matter. Oh, God, yeah. The key is to not get caught. You motherfuckers just can't do it without getting caught. But here, you know what? hold on. You really think the Patriots will fucking go in there with the sole purpose of recording the 2019 fucking Browns? No, I don't. I'm saying people made accusations. Were they proven innocent or? Not so. What it was was the the Patriots sense of I'm like, oh my god, dude, you're innocent until proven guilty. The um, the Patriots sent a film crew to Cleveland to film. Actually, I don't think it was in Cleveland. I think it was at wherever Cleveland was playing the week before to film what they would do this little fucking segment on NFL.com, do your job or some shit like that, and that's what was being filmed. And allegedly in that, fi- no, no, this is true. <laughs> that was all they, they had permission to be there. Um, they just didn't have permission to film the field and nobody told the film crew that. Oh, I gotcha. And that's how that happened. And the film crew, you know, when you're a film crew for the NFL, you're not necessarily an NFL fan. Yeah. And you're right. Who's going to steal anything from the Cleveland Browns? You can't even give that shit away. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not the team. That's where my whole entire NFL fucking fantasy football season went wrong. Went Baker wrong. fucking Mayfield. Baker fucking Mayfield. It went wrong when you bought a book. <laughs> right? You should tell what's-his-face. He owes you fucking the, the, the fucking entrance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like girl. I got this guy in my corner, and he hosted a podcast on ESPN about fantasy football. Yeah, good job. How'd that work for you? It didn't. It fucking was the worst year ever. I can't wait till I win next year. Oh God, you're fucking. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good run in there this year. 
Uh, I didn't play, so it wasn't that good. But I had a decent run. I got, I got. I've just good. fucking beat you and Rucker, and that's all I cared about. Everything else was fucking fine. <laughs> I'm done. Like, that's it. Check that. Whoop whoop. I won you my didn't championship. Even update your team after a while. I could. I told. Like, if you go back and look at it, do you know how many people on my team were fucking injured at the same time? Like, I couldn't do anything with anybody. My it was other, horrible. My other league, only four people made it. Only four teams made it to the playoffs. I went in as the four seed, and I came in second. I pissed off a lot of people. <laughs> uh, well, we predicted. Are we done? I mean, do we do we do yeah. a season? Do we do a season three premiere? Right? Are we? I mean, I think we did okay. I think yeah. You guys gotta tell us. Nah, who gives a shit about them? As long as we're okay, we're okay. <laughs> well, I want to know what people want for season three. Like, do you want more guests? Do you want more shit like this? Um, giveaways. Oh, Let us know. Tell us. Y'all listen to us. Y'all download the show. Freaking thousands of you. Tell us what you want. <laughs> no, I don't want. To, what I want is to you to never say it like that again. Tell us what you want. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I, I, I'm just picturing you and, and why you don't have your camera on it without your shirt. So, hey, uh, was you wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt? Good, yes. You Fuck kids. You. I don't even know what a Dragon Ball Z is. I made fun of it because it had balls in the name of it. <laughs> you and every other dumb fucker in the world do it too. They gave everyone wedges. Do you go play go? <laughs> Are you going to catch you Pokemon go- on your phone after this? <laughs> Are you going to be one of those assholes walking around? Catch? Do they have Pokemon Go in Montana? It's funny that you know how to pronounce that and know exactly what you're doing with it. Huh? What, huh? Yeah. Because everyone in the world has fucking said it over the past 10 years. <laughs> you going to go play Pokemon Go now? You going to go catch a fucking Pikachu? Oh, you are a Pikachu. You're a fucking 6'9 Pikachu. You're a Shazad. Was it a what? Isn't that one of the Pokemon? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z shirt. That's the same. So shit. why? <laughs> Just because I'm wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt does it's not automatically same. include me in a Pokemon conversation. You. Twat. It's the same thing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's GoBots and fucking Transformers. Oh my. That's not even the same thing. You're fucking, and you're going there. Yeah, right. You're, you never, it. you didn't get those toys when you were a kid. You were a He-Man and no. Skeletor butt fucking toy, weren't you? I had He-Man and Skeletor, absolutely. Yeah, and you... I had Transformers, no GoBots, because GoBots were generic. <laughs> you had butt fucker toys. I had, I had Transformers, GI Joe, He-Man. You can go look at He-Man right now. You just look up a picture of He-Man, and you're going to be ashamed that you fucking play with that thing. Dude, have you seen the fucking? Have you seen the WWE he meant? I try not to. That's that's uh, John Cena and Triple H, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. I can't unsee that. Why did you remind me of that thing? <laughs> I actually saw the ring in the store the other day for seventy five percent off. Right? It, it was literally was like the only WWE toy they had. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, but listen, He-Man toys were fucking awesome. Yeah, they see every gay kid says that, and you know, <laughs> and you know them all, don't you? <laughs> Did you just shit? 
That's what I think about you and your Dragon Ball Z. Oh, my God. And dude. I'm leaving this all in. I'm not editing any of this oh shit out. God. Your mom should be ashamed. Dude, bless did, bless did, you, by the way. Did you really you not have He-Man? What? Did you really not have He-Man shit? No, I had He-Man shit. All right, then. And G.I. Joe better, though. Yeah. But and I was fucking a Transformers kid for a little while, but then we had to go back and forth between GoBots. So because you couldn't afford Transformers. I know. I never, honestly, I never had GoBots. I didn't like them. It's because they're cheap as fuck. You know what else? <laughs> you should do a whole thing on fucking toys. Ultron, dude. Remember Mask? <laughs> like the 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 uh, shit with the uh, share and. Like no, the, like the no. fucked up face, dude. <laughs> what are you talking mask, about? Mask was, uh, I don't know, it stood for something. It was M.A.S.K. And it was a cartoon, but it was like a, if you had a car, it would turn into an airplane. A what? Like if you had a car. Oh. The doors would go up like Lambo doors, and it would be an airplane. Or if you had a, there was a motorcycle that turned into a helicopter and shit. Say this with me. Kamehameha. Kamehameha. There you go, Dragon Ball Z. There you go. 